Chabat Skanta, September 29th, 2022. And much like the winds on the Gulf Coast of Florida, we are coming at you guys. We're blowing Near it the out. Pod, Wisconsin, no. Blowing out the levels. Or blowing it out. Yeah, that'll work. We're blowing it out here on the pod. <laughs> Take that oh, to mean boy. what you must. <laughs> um, what's going on, Todd? Uh, nothing. I'm tired. Why are you I got tired? my COVID booster yesterday. Oh, did you really? Oh. Yes. Turbo this is booster. your second turbo booster? Yeah, I filled up the whole front of the card. Oh, okay. I don't know if I know where my card is. No, I do know where my card is. It's in my car. It's important. Actually. In case you get pulled over by the COVID police. No, I just, I had it here in my office and I'm like, there's too much shuffling of papers and things and it could, it could too easily get locked. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We bought a lockbox a few months ago. Maybe it's in the lockbox. I don't know where the fuck it is. It's somewhere. Wait, is that, um, you bought a lockbox like in a bank or you just have a box that's locked? No, no, no. House? A strong box, I guess. Yeah. It's down in the basement. It's, it opens with a key. Apparently you can shoot at it and it won't break. Oh, really? You can't like break it up? It's fireproof. Yeah, none of that shit. So, is it I mean, I don't believe that. Uh, the exterior is plastic, but there is like a steel interior to it. It's quite heavy, and it's what's, hidden in the basement. And then the key is hidden somewhere else. For those who want to, who want to, uh, uh, gold bars, um, foreign currency. No, it's uh, it's our daughter's and my wife's because I don't think I've found mine yet. Birth certificate. And vaccination <laughs> records, and then maybe my COVID card. I don't know. Got the weirdest shit in there. That's not even like important stuff. Do you have a strong box? No. We did have a safety deposit box in Portland. At the bank? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what'd you keep there? Since you're just going to criticize what I keep in mind. We kept passports, probably birth certificates. Oh, well, look at there. Oh. What do you know? Gold bullion. I don't know. I don't remember. Stuff we did. Social security cards, I think. That's in my wallet. I've, Is it really? You definitely I've should not do that. I've kept my social security card in my wallet for, I want to say, you know, 14 years. That's just a invitation to identity theft. Of course. However. What the fuck are you doing? It Here's the amazing part. It's not laminated. You're a doofus? It's just like. A paper doofus, card. A doofus, yeah. And so it's, it's, it's illegible it's, now because it's been no, in your it's still in, sweaty ass I mean, wallet. the court, you know, if you were, if this was, if this was a baseball card getting graded, it would be a very low grade because the corners are all fucked up. But the actual card itself is still very legible. It's pretty amazing. You should take that out of your wallet right now. I know I should. On well, the podcast. I don't have my wallet on me, but if I did, I would. I keep that it upstairs. Irresponsibly stupid to have well, it in your wallet. You know, I've made it this far. I've also had that wallet since, wait for it, to no one's surprise, high school. There's a corner of the wallet that still has the hole where the wallet chain loop nice. went. <laughs> <laughs> and I know where the wallet chain is. As well. It's actually in my office right now. It's about five feet from me. Um, so I wanted to bring it back as a 40-something-year-old man. You're not I endearing yourself to any of our listeners. They I just don't care. think you're a moron. I, if they if 
they either already thought that. And by or by they, I'm I'm, I'm the stand-in for our listeners. Well, I knew that. I you think, made that I quite clear from the jump. Okay, so where is all that stuff now? You had a lockbox in Portland. You don't live in Portland anymore. Uh, I think it's in our file cabinet here. Filing cabinet. Is it fireproof? No. Is it secured? Uh, no, but no one can get to our house. Could I shoot a bullet through it? That's not true. I could get to your house tomorrow if I wanted to. Would you, though? Would you? No. I don't fucking care. But if I cared, I could get there. Anywho. And I could um, bust in and steal your birth certificate and passports. Anyway, yes. I don't care about somebody stealing my birth certificate. That's easily replaceable. Passport you care about. That would be an inconvenience. Passport I do care about. But... Yeah. You were saying, anyway? I don't remember. I just um, want to move off that topic, yes. Yes, yeah, stupid. You know, it's better, this say. silence. You have nothing to say. <laughs> I thought you had something to say. Good. We're, que- we're queued up for a 90-minute podcast. Todd has nothing to say five minutes in. This is fantastic. Also, this is every yeah, that, fucking week. That's, that's not what I meant. I have oh, plenty okay. of things to say. Good, because I have a feeling you're going to be leading the majority of the show tonight because of your 150 topic that we'll get to in, in a minute here. But I don't, yeah, I don't want to start there. About that. We don't have to talk about that. Oh, all right. If you don't, well, if you that's don't fine, want to. too. I mean, we can if you want to. I mean, man. We can, because I have a story that happened today, very relevant, that's actually related to that. And it just had me had me doing math in my head, and I was like, wow, I'm old. Um, we'll get to that in a second. Let's actually start yeah, with the... Counting back from your birth year. Something like that. Let's start with the hurricane. Uh, not only is it impacting our, our aunt and our uncle, apparently. I was very confused by the text earlier today, but... I think that's what was implied, is that her uncle was impacted as well. Yeah, um, he is staying with her aunt, I think, for her benefit. Oh, I see. Okay. Maybe also, if I knew that, that would have made more sense. Well, my wife had, has been texting our aunt. Do, I heard. Do you think that our father doesn't know how to spell his brother's name, or that's actually yes. how he spells his name? I think he does not know how to spell, or he, or he just accidentally misspelled it twice in the course <laughs> of two texts. Both are entirely possible. Yeah, I was. Uh, that was one part of the confusion of those texts. I just I didn't know what was going on. You're like, who is Thom? Yeah, I mean, I knew a I guy. Know some college, people you know a guy spell college, it that way. But, yeah, 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 but not not our own. But I, I mean, it's it's possible. It just seems unlikely. It is possible. Peeling back the curtain a little bit, we we did not really have a relationship with that uncle growing up, so I. We don't know him very well. We've only met him a couple of times. Um, but every picture or reference in any way, shape, or form that I've ever seen in family documents or photo albums was just the three-letter version of of Tom. So Thom. I would be surprised if it was indeed Thom and not Tom. Yeah, but unless it maybe became like a big Radiohead <laughs> fan. fan. It's possible. That's not, That's another Thom that I know. Don't know personally, but yeah, that I know of. Yeah. In terms of that spelling, but but anyway, yeah. So the uh, hurricane made landfall in Fort Myers, Tampa-ish area. Our aunt and uncle live just north of that, but I'm sure they still got walloped by rain and winds. And I believe the hurricane has completely crossed 
the state of Florida is now in the Atlantic Ocean and is winding its way up and gearing to hit northeastern Georgia and uh, our home state of South Carolina. Kind of right smack in the center. Yeah, so really. You didn't know that? Why do you think I'm bringing this up? I don't know. I don't follow... Meteorolo- meteorological hour? I mean, you should. I, you guys will probably I get think some rain. Yeah, it's supposed to rain this weekend, I think. Yeah, there you go. Um, so but anyway, I don't... I, know, honestly, yeah. if my wife hadn't brought it up, I would have been like, oh, it's just rainy this weekend. You had no idea. I would not have, I would not have put two and two together. Well, that doesn't surprise me. As just because just who I don't, yes. I don't care about. Uh, you don't care about the weather, safety of our family members. That much. No, I our aunt and uncle wonder. and our father. I want. <laughs> who's going to get slammed by this? Oh, I forgot about our father being. Jesus Christ! Him. You know he lives on the coast of South Carolina, <laughs> do you not? Do we need to recap what where if, our fucking yeah, but family I, members live? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, again, I don't know where the center is supposed to hit, but the models that I've seen on the Weather Channel and the projections have it engulfing the state of South Carolina within the next 24 hours. So um, now, because it already hit Florida and crossed over land in Florida, they say it's re like picking up steam again in the Atlantic Ocean. I don't know if it's going to be a Category 3 or a Category 2. It was a 4 when it hit Florida. I don't know what it'll be by the time it hit South Carolina, but... um, just a lot of rain and, and wind, I'm sure. So stay safe out there, folks. Folks listening to the show and our family members. Um, but anyway, and also I have a conference at the end of next month in Tampa. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if it's still going to be standing. I think Tampa's all right. Fort Myers got fucked. I was watching some videos earlier of the house floating away. Just crazy shit. Um but that's what happens in hurricanes. Do you remember Hurricane Hugo, Todd? No, you don't, because you slept through it. I remember that part. It came at night. Why wouldn't I sleep through it? <laughs> you slept through it, too. I slept through most of it. We had, uh, was it the Davis boys? We had somebody sleep over that night at the house. Do you, know, you don't remember any of this. Not, you know, I for someone who remembers that. the fucking middle name of his first grade teacher, you don't remember shit about <laughs> other major events in your life, or at least major events in the world. That it's were like, is it a major event? I don't know. It fucking rained. Who cares? How many other hurricanes have you ever been through in your life? I don't know. None? One? I have no idea. None, exactly. Most people have been through none in their life. You've been through one that was a major one, caused major destruction. destruction. Yeah, but it wasn't major in our part of the state. There were branches in rainy. our pool, Todd. Yes, branches a, a in tree our pool. S- uh, cracked in half and split our fence, like cracked the fence. Yeah, and there we had to rake up a lot of pine straw. Big deal. And most notably, our next door neighbors had a dog wash into their property, who they named and kept and named Hugo. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah. Todd, our dog had a bark. That's really right. Fucking annoying. Yes, Hugo was definitely... Prior to that, our dog never barked. Yes, I, I remember all the stories. Yeah. All, all the incidents. Incidents, instances? Shitty little what rat dog, name? Hugo. The Carl, Carl Bergs? Uh, Susie Carlberg, I think was her name. Carlton? Carl, Carl. It was Carl something. It was Carl something. 
Oh boy. Maybe. I don't remember what her name. Prepare to hear some furious more clicks as Todd's <laughs> mouse goes to something to figure out I'm, what. I'm not even Googling it. I'm playing solitaire while I'm talking to you. Oh. Yeah, I can tell. I can hear every fucking click. You need a silent mouse. Fucking undedicated bitch. Anyway, um, I cannot remember her last. That's going to drive me crazy. I had a little thing for uh, old Suze. She was a tennis player. I believe she was uh, ranked in the state. A year older than me, but hey now. I was not the player that I am now, so <clears throat> that never... Never bore fruit, and here we are. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's Hurricane Chat. So let me tell you the story that happened today. It's kind of a two-parter, if you're Ooh. ready. Is there put, a cliffhanger in the middle? Put the seven on the eight. Yeah, there is. Um, so uh, I'm up in Jamie's office upstairs. It's about 4 o'clock, 4.30, something like that. And we're talking. She's like, do you hear that? I'm like, no. And then I waited a second and I, st- I heard it a little better. It was a marching band. Like, it sounded like a marching band. I was like, is someone in the cul-de-sac, like, playing, like, their windows are down and they're playing marching band music very loud? This doesn't make any sense. Um, lo and behold, it got a little louder, a little louder. So I was like, let me, go, let me go outside and check this out. I go out my front door, walk down the steps, peer to the end of the block, as you know, I live in a cul-de-sac. Peer to the end of the block, and sure enough, there's a fucking parade going up my sh- up the main street, not my street where I live. Straight up your ass. Oh, sorry, up your street. Straight up the street, like police, blockade, people in golf carts, people walking, and sure enough, a marching band playing. And I thought, parade why? What? on a Thursday afternoon at 4 o'clock would there be a parade? And I said, the only thing I can think is less than a mile away is Overland High School. Shout out to the Overland High School Knights, I believe is their mascot. And, um, yeah, sure enough, I went to their website, and it's it's homecoming. Homecoming weekend. There's a big homecoming dance Saturday, and there was a parade. Wait, 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 wait. They're parading to the high school from your house? I mean, I know not no. from your house specifically, but... They did a kind of a... a, a the hell's, oh, that was your pump. They did like a block, block, block radius. They started at the high school. Wait, did a, a block, did a big block, square. block? Is that, is that a Yeah, one term? block. It's actually more... It was, I mean, I looked at the route. They put it on online. It was probably a good two and a half miles that the whole thing went. From uh, from the high school back to the high school, so, so it was just weird. W- were there people attending this parade, like watching? I don't know. I just looked at t- towards the end of my block. I assume there were. I assume they made it public knowledge if there was going to be a parade and the marching band. You know, that'll get people to come out of their homes and check it out. It was mostly residential. Although the last like half mile was. Not like a super busy street, but definitely busier than a residential street. So I'm like, I'd be fucking pissed if I was going down Jewel Avenue and all of a sudden I look ahead. I'm like, is that a, is that a parade? And they had to reroute me somewhere. I mean, there are ways around it, of course, but I don't know. It's very bizarre. So I looked. You have at a the, Jewel Avenue, like named after the smokeless tobacco products. 
No. J-E-W-E-L-L. Not J-U-U-L. Not J-U-U-L. Would you take your fucking pump off the desk? I can hear it every time it's charging it. Well, put something underneath it, a towel or something. Uh, I'm not editing all this shit out. I'll use my towel to put underneath it. Or your shirt or fucking roll of fat. I don't know. Put something underneath it so it doesn't shake your microphone. Shut the fuck up. What were you going to say? Anyway, so in researching the parade, it turns out that they they have a fundraising event today. They had a fundraising event tomorrow, and they have a car wash on Saturday to raise money for the homecoming shit. I don't know. You mean do your annual car wash? No. Don't need it. It's biannual now, every other year. Um, okay. But uh, but the event today is what they you know it said once the parade ends, on the they have a large like field area at the high school. They're like we'll be doing games. The games are free, but the concessions like if you bring cash, you can you know buy the concessions and that'll help pay for whatever homecoming accoutrement they need. I don't know. So I said because we go on a on a walk every evening. I said. I'm going to go down to that fucking high school and see what the deal is with the games. See what the games are. So, Stell and I... Blackjack, three-card Monty. Oh, I wish. That'd be fucking What games are they? I would run those kids out of here. No, so Stell and I ran down there and ran by, and it was just... It was a lot of, like... like Stella's your dog for the listeners who may not know Yeah, Stella's my dog. Everyone knows that. It was cornhole... Like face painting, it had like a, a real like carn carnholio. Sorry, carnival feel. We're gonna have to delete this entire episode. This is miserable. <laughs> I had a real carnival feel to it. I didn't actually even see the concession stand, so I'm I'm sure it was there. But there were a shit ton of people. I was surprised. But anyway, the whole point Did of the you story play is any games. For God's no, sake, get to the point. No, we just ran by. That's not the point. The point is, as I was approaching, I was like, oh, they're blasting some music. And as I got near, I realized it was Smells Like Teen Spirit. And my initial thought was, I bet most of these kids don't even know what this song is because they're too young, right? And then I thought about it and I said, if you're a freshman in high school right now, you were probably born in like 2008, maybe even 2009. That's still a good 18 years, 17, 18 years after Smells Like Teen Spirit came out. So there was a whole... A whole generation, high school age generation, in between the kids that are there now and the kids that would have potentially uh, listened to Smells Like Teen Spirit. But, man, that made me feel old. Because I was in, you were in high school when that came out, right? I was in middle school. Yeah, I, was I feel like that came freshman. out. Yeah, we were living in the, the rental house in Springhurst or whatever when that came out. So, I think it came out like 91. Yeah, it was 91. Which you would have been more than a freshman, but you were only freshman. Anyway, I was merely sophomores. Exactly, but damn, that made me feel old. And then, so as I'm having this thought, this group of three kids kind of was leaving the carnival area and started walking opposite direction with a boombox, listening to Ice Ice Baby. Close, no, but one of the three kids was wearing a Nirvana shirt. I was like, no way. Uh, so I know you're not on the tick and talk, but they have videos. It probably is reposted on Instagram or something that you might be more familiar with where they have, they'll, they'll have a high school kid wearing a, a band t-shirt and they'll say, can you name three songs by that artist? Right. And 
75% of them can't, but they just like the vintage rock tees or whatever. Well, that, that's exactly what I told Jamie. I was like, as soon as I pass this kid, I was like, does he, A, does he even know that what he's hearing right now is a Nirvana, is the Nirvana song? And if he does, I kind of thought that same thing. Like, I wonder how familiar he is with, because it wasn't, it was a, um, their oeuvre. It was an in utero shirt. So it wasn't even Nevermind. Oh, it certainly fancy. wasn't like bleach. Yeah, it was pretty fancy. Um, but yeah. But anyway, it didn't have I have a naked I, baby on the front of it. It did not have a naked baby on the front of it, no. Um, Actually, but bleach that, would be a good t shirt, too. Bleach would be a good t shirt. I've seen the bleach shirts. They're pretty good. Pretty solid, you know, and they're clean. But it it brings to mind that one of the topics that apparently you don't want to talk about, even though no, you I sent it to we, me yesterday. I didn't say I don't want to talk about it. I said we don't have to talk about it. Oh, okay. Well, let's fucking talk about it because we got nothing else to fucking talk about. You don't know anything about the hurricanes. Everyone's weather is just fine right now as far no as you're one, concerned. Who gives a shit about weather? That's the most boring topic in the Everybody. world. It's fun. It's relevant. All right, can you send me? Did you text me the link? Um, I can put it in the chat. Yeah, put it in the chisel. Um, so tell so the people what's going on here. This yeah. is the pitchfork is doing a '90s revisiting, and uh, they have the top 150 albums of the 1990s. Um, now, they also have the top yeah. 250 songs, which is even more infuriating because I, I don't know, like what the fuck are you doing? Like ranking songs. Now, before we get into this, for those that don't know, Pitchfork is, no, I'm just kidding. But seriously, Pitchfork is, in my experience, people are very, it's, it's very polarizing. People either like really love Pitchfork reviews and agree with them or people are like, they're so full of themselves, go fuck yourself. This is not the best song. This is not the best album of the year or whatever. Yeah, I think, what I is think your most take on people Pitchfork? are in that thing. Like, it, it's so I, I was talking to my friends, Kurt and Ricky, and Ricky was like, I don't know, some of these, like, it feels like they're, it's just clickbait because, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Nirvana's Nevermind is ranked three or four spots below whole live through this. Or live through this. Or live through this. Yeah. Is it live through this? I, whatever. And he and he's like, like, what are we? What are we judging on here? Like, <laughs> nobody, nobody thinks that. No. Now our other friend Kurt was like, I don't know. I feel like they did a pretty good job of making it diverse. I think most people in their forties are just like, grunge, 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 awesome, alternative, blah blah blah. It, no, it's definitely diverse, and I agree with that. And for the most for the most part, I don't really have any problem with the top twenty five or so. Like it's not my top twenty five, but um, except for uh, number seven is Janet Jackson, The Velvet Rope. So I tried to listen to this album, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I, I'm, anything I after Rhythm Nation is not." I didn't give it a huge. I didn't give it a huge chance. I mean, this came out in ninety seven. I'm like. First of all, how many people were listening to Janet Jackson in 1997? I, Probably a lot. I, do you think? I don't know. I, I don't know if this is like one of her great albums. I don't. It's just no. Weird. Rhythm Nation I, is, her, is her greatest album. Yeah, which it came out in like 89 or something. Yeah, I, 80, I don't 80, know. It's just like 
that to me seems very high for something that I've never like heard of. Like I wasn't aware she released an album in 97. I thought she was kind of done. There she has there's another album on here which I think um ha, maybe has that duet where she and Michael Jackson were sort of singing along together in that like futuristic Do you remember that music video? They're like they're like oh. inside a spaceship or something. And it has, I think, it has yeah. some of the, some of the more Jackson hits. Song. Oh, yeah, Janet, 1993. <clears throat> um, that's the Way Love Goes. It has some songs that you've probably heard of. I, I can't imagine that the 97 album has has many of those hits. But, no. uh, yeah, some of this stuff feels just like they're either they're just like trying to fuck with people <laughs> Like I don't know if they truly believe that the Janet Jackson the Velvet Rope is the seventh best album of the nineties. That seems aggressively sure. high to me. Some of the other things I noted, uh, there's no Pearl Jam album on here, which whatever, they're not like uh. the greatest band in the world, but some They were these, one of the top bands of the nineties. It's yeah, hard to I argue mean, they, that. They're definitely like a cultural sig- culturally significant band of the of the nineties, I would say also not my favorite band at all, but the red hot chili peppers do not have an entry on this. Again, I feel like I'm fine with that, (laughs) but I'm also mostly fine with that, but it's, it's weird to me a little bit. There's a lot, there's, uh, let's see. I think it's, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's back up a second. Here's the question though. Is this so that the title of the article is the 150 best albums of the nineties. I think a lot of times, especially the further back you go, it's like it's hard to differentiate between what is the best album and maybe what is the most influential album, the most influential albums. For example, like uh, The Chronic is on here at 22 or 23. I think in terms of influence, that kicked off the whole revolution of, of hip hop. I, mean, I don't know if that you can point to that album singularly, but like. That is a lot of people Definitely point to brought that as in a lot of the West Coast. Right. And but it's 22. Like that should be top 10. And I, I, we're not going to go through every single one of these obviously, but I look at some of the other ones in the top 10 like Hole being two spots above never mind go fuck yourself. Like that wasn't influential at all. Was it the best? No, it wasn't the best either. So I, I you have to question kind of how they're thinking about it. And I'm sure they you know, they have Probably hundreds they ha- of thousands they have of reviewers. A, so. They have a how, there's a letter from their editor-in-chief that says how they put together the list, the list, oh, yeah. the list, and he mentions, let's see. I see that now. I, I think it's a he. I, I read it. Actually, I don't know based on the person's name. It doesn't matter what their gender is. Um, oh, it's the graphic. Never mind. Go ahead. The, uh, it says oh, yeah. the 90s were a wildly exciting time for music. They tried to like, so they've done it a couple of times before. This is their music staff, which I'm guessing were mostly not alive at this time or not. We're not very uh, young, not into music. Yeah, not. Yeah, not listening to this music when it came out. So sure. it's another just grain of salt there. But um, they said they it was carefully considered by 120, 112 critics from their staff, contributor pool, and writers and editors who influenced the discourse around music in the 90s in real time. Oh, well, maybe. Um, and they voted on stuff and, like, 
They had extensive conversations about the critical pick versus the fan favorite versus the holistically beloved, blah, 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 blah. So, I, I mean, I I don't doubt they put a lot of effort into it, but it is... Of course. I, I don't know. Like, some of this stuff... Best albums is a pretty broad term. Yeah. Obviously. Um, there's definitely quite a few albums. Uh, well, another... Sorry. Just... Some of my some of the ones that like bothered me the most. Whitney Houston, The Bodyguard, the soundtrack from the movie The Bodyguard is on here. Now I know it's one forty seven. Yeah, it's it's low, but you know it's most known for uh, "I Will Always Love You." I will always that's, love you. Yeah, that's pretty much what I would suspect. That's it. The only thing anyone's ever heard off this album, or the only reason right. it sold anything. Yeah, if is they had a one top the... 150 singles of 1990s, that might be in well, the top Well, they do. They like, have 250 songs. 250 songs, yeah. But I don't think, I don't know if that song's on there. It doesn't matter. But, like, it doesn't. is this one of the 150 best? I can think of 200 albums that I would much rather listen to from the 90s than the, the soundtrack. ahead of this. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are we talking about? I mean, yeah. granted, Whitney Houston is an amazing singer. Like, she had a incredible was. voice well she died that's what i said oh did i say is whatever but yeah you said i don't it, it's very weird to me the other thing that's interesting is like obviously it's the 90s but like um the difference between the stuff from the early 90s and the late 90s feels like is really huge like where music was yes. with yes. like the the sort of introduction of grunge and stuff to I mean, I don't think they have it on here, but like more like Backstreet Boys sort of pop stuff from the later 90s. Right. And just everything in between, which I, I mean, that's what the decade is. Yeah, for, a lot a lot happened in the 90s musically. And uh, again, Jamie and I were talking about it on our, on our walk tonight because I told her the story of Smells Like Teen Spirit playing. And then I mentioned this to her and I said it especially the late 90s, early 2000s, are widely regarded. It's just a terrible time in music because all of a sudden, everybody and their brother could could start making music. Like, not well, not as well as you can today. It was also very heavy with boy bands, which a lot of people consider just, you know, anti-music. I, I don't, personally. I mean, some of those boy band songs are catchy. Those are your favorite it songs. It is pop music. What can I say? But, so yeah, when you think about the stuff that was ruling the the early '90s, like Pearl Jam Ten, which should be in here and is not. Um, that Soundgarden album's in there, like <clears throat> obviously never mind that sort of stuff. And then you get to the late '90s, and it's just like, hmm, not not putting up any uh, any good answers here. So um, I mean, obviously, way, I have my biases. Yeah. Like Madonna, Ray of Light. Not sure that needs to be in the top 150 albums, especially at place 55. When there's only one yeah. Fugazi album, which is at like 147, what are we doing? I knew you'd be upset about that. By the way, Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You, number 59 on the list of 250 best tracks of the 1990s. So, yeah, I mean, obviously people put together these lists, so people will talk about it and argue about it. Indeed. But um, Did you, by the way, yeah. since I'm looking at it, did you happen to see the number one track? Of the 250 of the 1990s? Yes. I forgot what it was. Let me look at it. I'll, I'll let you look it up just so I can see the look of surprise on your face. No, I saw it before. I'm just trying to remember what it was. 
Oh, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> Mariah Carey fantasy. I mean... Featuring the ODB, ODB, by the way. The, the ODB, is, the ODB. Got, is doing a lot of work on this song to make it uh, palatable. Of course he is. But, like, that kind of thing. Oh, like, man. Is, is Mariah Carey the number one fucking song from the 90s? No, no. fucking way. No way. I'm sorry. Yeah, by no what account. Are you talking about? Could that, she possibly That's be? insane. I know you're happy that Bjork's on there as the number two song. She's also in the top ten for I mean, albums. I like Bjork. That's, that song's I know you good. Do. Is it the second best song? No. It's not even my favorite Bjork song from the 90s. But it's yeah, fine. Mean, this top ten song list, there's an Apex Twin, which I'm down with. Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirits, number six. Say My Name by Destiny's Child is number eight. That's fine. There's a B.I.G. song on there. Man, that's a good song. Juicy. I, I'd rather have that one at number one than the Mariah Carey song, to be honest with you. What? Say My Name? Yeah. If we're yeah. going to pick us. Like, yeah, a it's a catchy hardcore song. Hardcore pop song. Like, of course. Hardcore. Of course. In, in quotes there, but yeah. I know what you mean. Daft Punk, Around the World, number 11. I mean, like you said, it is a good mix. You know, number 12 is Lauren Hill, number 11 is Daft Punk. Like, the, the, the yeah, two shall never meet Hill sort song. of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway. But, like, uh, 16, George Michael Freedom. Like, I remember watching that video. Again, this is, like, 1990. It had all the models yeah. in it. Yeah. This was barely I, a it's 90s. It's fine. It's, is that a top 20 song of the 90s? I would say no, but I mean, like who's who's standing for the George Michael freedom song? Like wouldn't faith be nobody. on most people's list? Now, if we do a top 250 songs of the 80s, George Michael and or Wham's going to have five or six submissions and I'm going to be all for it. But yeah, freedom also, is this. Sorry, when we're no. looking at this is one that bothered me. Shares believe is that number 23. Oh, is that the what the auto tune one? Do you believe? Yeah, the the birth of auto tune. Okay, calm the fuck down, pitchfork. What are you talking yeah, about? Should have aborted it right then, but here we are. Um, yeah, I I don't know. It's again, you're never gonna find a list, especially a list of this size. That you can agree with entirely, and I think that's just what. No, that's the uh, thing. Like I don't know all these proof. songs. I some of them of I do know not as well, and I'm fine with them being where they are, whatever the rank is. But there are some that stand out. as like, what are we talking about here? Like the share song. I guess they're yes. it's because they're songs that I actively dislike. <laughs> that I'm like, I mean, I don't even dislike that Mariah Carey song, but there is no fucking way that's the number one song of the 90s yeah i don't know what it is but it's not that i mean i again i i could submit a few and and yeah that would not be that would not be one of them although it does admit in the final paragraph and so odb became the song's ringmaster no shit opening with what would become one of the most recognizable call outs in black party history Ambling in and out of the song with a swaggering charm, inevitably swerving so hard that his drawl becomes a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. Okay, I'll buy into that. By the way, since you're talking about people that were uh, big in the 90s, R.I.P. to Coolio. 
Coolio passed yesterday. Yes. You heard that. I did. It's a shame. It's too bad. Fantastic voyage across the plane, the astral plane. Sure. What you said. I, uh, have you ever heard uh, My Bloody Valentine? I They're the number one album on the album list. I, I don't feel like I know that band. I mean, I've definitely heard of them, but I've never listened to them, I guess. Yeah, I was surprised to, to see that. Um, I am familiar with them. I mean, it's not terrible. It's a very... When I saw that, obviously when you sent me this article, I immediately scrolled all the way to the bottom to see what the number <laughs> was. And... It, it it surprised me because I, I legitimately thought Nirvana or something else would be there. It's a very pitchfork number one selection. Yeah, I'll put it that way. Yeah, that's fair. Like we're we're too we're too cool for the room sort of a selection. It's not terrible, but it's just I don't know. It's just not my not uh, my thing. Queen Latifah's U N I T Y is number ninety five on the best songs list. <laughs> Ooh, that's a winner. I mean, I like that's that a song. Jam. I think it's rated too highly. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, Who are you calling a bitch? That's the best part of the song. When she says that in the beginning. It's the only good part of the song we're talking about. Uh, not, the, not the hook. U-N-I-T-Y. No, that's the memorable part. Um, to most. It's just, As can happen know. with the hook. I just remember, <laughs> I think that song was out. It was also when it was... There's a lot of peace in the Middle East chants going on, and we were at the mm. beach, um, singing peace in the Middle chanting, East. Peace in the Middle East. Yeah, I remember uh, that. I I feel like Queen Latifah did that at some MTV Music Awards or something. That's so. Oh, I'm sure those she two did. things are linked in my brain. Her saying peace in the Middle East, and also you and I T Y. <laughs> See again, all of everything you just said, and yet you cannot remember. Whatever I was saying, where, what was I saying? You couldn't remember earlier. No, I can't remember. I said you can remember your middle, your your first grade oh, teacher's yeah. middle name, <laughs> and you can remember you can remember specific instances like being at the beach saying "peace in the Middle East" from thirty years ago, or twenty five years ago, whatever it is, and uh, yeah, you can't remember more basic stuff. Yeah, they have a real like fondness for Janet Jackson. When I'm going through these, well, I will say songs, going back to the albums list, times. Bjork has two in the top thirty, so they have a fondness for Bjork as well, which I know you do as well. Yeah, I yeah, I I have more respect for. B- I mean, whatever. I don't need to diss Janet Jackson. She was more clearly. of a musician than I will ever be, but clearly, I'm just not really a fan of her what are the what are the albums they have for bjork they have i think uh 28 hyper ballad post 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 is really good i like post more or homogenic yeah that album it's more like club and sort of uh techno-y sure then is my favorite but it's fine post has some more fun songs on it right Oh yeah, there's another Janet Jackson. You're right. Tupac. I mean, again, there's there's some good shit in here. I didn't, yeah, I didn't see. I don't mind the diversity of the list. I just some of them. I'm like, what? What? No. I'm now up to fifty. I haven't seen Tool. I would think Tool would be on there's this, no especially tool a Pitchfork there. list. No. No Tool. Wouldn't you think that'd be in a list of the top 150? I yeah. Sober. 
Was Sober the name of the album? I can't remember. Uh, no, the album was... <laughs> Shit, now I can't think. That's no surprise. Um, Undertow. Undertow. The single was Sober. Yeah, I knew that. I just I didn't know that. REM on here at 63, but maybe not the album you'd expect. Yeah, what is the is it automatic for the people? Automatic for the people one? and it's 63. Yeah. Well, I I mean a lot of the REM's more famous albums are in the 80s, so I think that's probably why. Sure. But uh whatever the album was that Losing My Religion on that would, that would have been the 90s, correct? Yes. I'm almost positive. And that was by far their most popular song. Uh, I'm trying I mean that was out of time. It was the year the year before. Okay. There you go. So I feel like those two those two albums were some of their Cuz this had uh, had Drive, Night Swimming, Everybody Hurts, like all those songs were Yeah. Hits. Night Swimming's good hits. Song. Yeah, I'm actually going I was surprised through to see MF Doom. Yeah. Not not surprised that he was on here. I just didn't realize that was in the '90s. Mm. I would have I would have guessed in the 2000s. Pet Shop Boys, along with George Michael, the, a holdover from the '80s synth <laughs> era. Not their best album, in my opinion. Behavior. Okay. It does have Being Boring, one of my favorite Pet Shop Boys songs. We were only being boring. It's really good. Go check it out. All right, moving on. We can talk about something else now. Green Day Dookie. Cranberries, obviously. All right. Um, yeah, it did actually did listen to the Cranberries after I saw them on the list. I was like, oh, I need to God listen damn, to man. Again. When I go back, that, 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 that album, I can go back to it a hundred times and it's always good always yeah. fucking good it takes me back to a very specific like you were saying the piece of the middle east thing my f- my first semester at clemson uh rohan and i tried to room together we weren't able to he ended up staying with this guy named carl carl loved the cranberries and he had all the cram like everything at that point in time 97 or whatever that was released he had all their albums and uh, like it was always playing, and so immediately whenever I hear any of those songs, it takes me back to freshman year at Clemson. Good times, good times, great oldies. Fascinating. And then I stole that CD from him for a while, and he never realized it. And I was like, I should probably keep this. And I was like, Nah, I've stolen enough CDs. Uh, in my I day. bought that CD at Goodwill like four or five years ago. Really. Yeah, because it was like a dollar. And we were out somewhere. I don't know if we didn't have our phones with us or what, but we bought like a couple CDs and I was like, I'll oh, listen to this. Oh, so to it's play been in my the car. car. It's been in my car for like the last five or six years. I don't. I never play CDs in my car, but occasionally I'll be like, oh, I'll listen to this and hit play because it's, cause great it's album, just been sitting in the CD player. <laughs> Speaking of, of shit you haven't listened to in a long time, I don't even know how I thought to do it, but just a day or two ago, I was working and I was like, I want to listen to something different. 
maybe not new necessarily, but something I haven't listened to in a long time. And for whatever reason, I thought, I'm going to listen to FYP. And so I put on... <laughs> That's rough. Incomplete Crap Part 1, Incomplete Crap Part 2, Toys That Kill. Like, it is rough. Like, it's... it's if you know who FYP is, if you're listening to this, then, then you know it's just very shoddily recorded punk rock from... I think I actually started in the late 80s, which I didn't realize, but mostly in the 90s, early to mid-90s. I guess I'd call it skate punk. I don't know, just very fast and screamy it's vocals. Just, yeah, shit punk. Very bratty vocals, but, um, but yeah, just... And it, and whenever I do that, whenever I listen to a band I've listened to in a while, I always look them up on Wikipedia and like see what the deal is. Like, are they still around? It turns out the main guy from FYP, apparently they went through like... Are they still around? No fucking way. Well, um... <laughs> Been homeless I mean, for the last 35 he years. Started, he started Recess Records. They put out... Recess, at, some, at one point in time, put out like... Several bands that went on to be quite popular, like their early, I assume their early. Yeah, they. I think they put records. out that propaganda I Spy split. There you go. That's one of them. Um, but uh, but no, the guy, the main guy, I can't remember his name. It might be Todd actually. Um, he owns. He's from the. They were based out of San Pedro, which is basically in between L.A. and San Diego, and he owns a a bar there that still puts on shows. And I looked, I, again, I kept, like, kept going deeper and deeper into the vortex. And I went to the, the, uh, the bar's website. And apparently, like, every Friday, there's a Toys, like, Toys to Kill place. is one of the bands. <laughs> basically, like, a version of FYP. I mean, it's him. He basically was FYP. Um, just had many different players throughout the years. But, yeah, they play live. Like, they'll open for whatever band might be coming through. I mean, if there's a big band, they might, you know, they'll take a back seat. But... I looked at cool. pictures. It doesn't I look. Mean, that's, yeah, that's sort of the goal, right? So you of course, start your own thing so you can play music yeah. there. He owns his own venue. It's a bar, so it's you know even if there's not a Ven- show, it's a place I'm people put can venue go. in air quotes. I'm guessing. That's what I was gonna say. It's very small. Like I looked at the stage and I was like, all right, it qualifies. I've I've played places like this, but um, but yeah, it was just cool that. I mean, he's probably your age, maybe even a little older at this point, and he's still just. Fucking having a good time, playing punk yeah, rock, booking awesome. punk rock bands, releasing records, or at least selling records. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those FYP at least is one of those bands that you listen through it, you know, through the catalog, and then you're like, all right, <laughs> I got my fill the of catalog. FYP for this decade. You know, you can listen to like four songs and you'll you'll get it. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it takes the catalog to pick up on it. You pick up on it in one or two songs, but I'm saying yeah, yeah. because I enjoy it, I listen through, I listen to all of the albums over the past two or three days. And now I've, I'm like, all right, I've checked that box. I can, I can move on. Scratch that itch. To other things. But yeah, I remember the first, again, speaking of specific memories, first time I heard Incomplete Crap, we were on a ski trip. We were staying in the Salt Lake area. So it would have been like a solitude Alta trip. And you were like, Hey, check this out. And I had a portable CD player and I put on incomplete crap. And I was like, this is blowing my mind. It was very influential on me for a very brief time because that's back when I I was just starting to be in bands. I was like, I can play these drum parts. Anyone (laughs) with any sort of, with any sort of stamina can play these drum parts. They're not difficult at all. 
they're not nuanced, just and uh, so yeah, I remember going home and practicing, playing along with FYP songs. But uh, yeah, good stuff. Check it out. Check them out on Spotify. Give FYP a spin. See if you can get their. Are they on Spotify? Numbers. Probably. The whole thing's on Spotify. Yeah, that's how I listen to it. I didn't like go in my CD collection and pull out my <laughs> FYP records. I don't know. You I just, might have. I just went to Spotify. No, I think I do have your your copy of Incomplete Crap. I don't think I have anything else from there. Yeah, I was. I'm like, you can have that. I'm not going to listen to this. I bought it and I was like, this is not good. You definitely had a yeah. You parted ways with quite a bit of music there at some point that I've uh, I retained and obtained. Certainly tapes, CDs less so, but tapes. There's definitely more handwriting of yours on my tape collection than there is mine. Oh, really? That's interesting. I oh, wonder what you that have. goes with that thing. I can show it to you one day, or take a picture and send it to you. Oh, speaking of, of which, stuff. yeah. Well, we can talk about that off off air. Oh, okay. Um. <clears throat> so anyway, check out FYP. It stands for five year plan. In case you didn't know. Yeah, he clearly right. had a five year plan to open a. The guy had a five-year plan. That's what I was going to say. Like, he's doing good for himself. I mean, he's surviving. I don't, I don't know if he's like... <laughs> I mean, he's not rolling a dough. Sounds like he's happy, though. Yeah. We're going to assume, hopefully. I, I'm, I'm going to assume that. We wish you all the best, bar. FYP guy. Yeah. Whatever his name is. Now you gotta, now you're making me look it up. I'm too curious. Too fucking curious. Five-year plan. Here we go. FYP, the band. Uh, what else going on, Todd? You know what tomorrow um, is? Friday. Correct. You know what else tomorrow is? Tomorrow. No. What is what is tomorrow? Three years ago, tomorrow. I was married. I was wed. Whoa! Three years ago. Jesus. Fucked up, right? I know. Got married a few months later, pandemic hit, and bam. Time sped up. Yeah, tomorrow's my three-year anniversary. Happy anniversary. I think I got married in October. Close. <laughs> <laughs> you guys probably flew, I mean, you certainly flew home in October. But no, it was the uh, last day of September. September. So yeah, we're uh, took you the day off from your work. anniversary. Uh, let me check. Yep, it is. Okay. Wait, you took the day off from work? Yeah. You guys gonna play video games or what's what's the plan? That'd be amazing. Celebration. Gonna listen to some FYP. Put the kid outside. <laughs> listen to some FYP. It's nice out. And uh, we'll just throw some milk out there from time to time. No, we're gonna go uh, go do a little hike in the morning. Go to Rusty Taco. For lunch. Oh, how was uh, how was your bike thing? Oh uh, yeah, we did talk about that on the show last week, didn't we? Uh, it went well. It went uh, about. I mean, it went about as I I, I expected it to. I, I did turn around when I got just past the the uh, the lake there, Echo Lake. Uh, Echo, I was Echo, Echo. Quite fatigued at that point in time. It, it it was very challenging, as I knew it would be, because I've now done it four times, but. Um, but no, it was, it was a good time. It was a blast. 
I would do it again. I'd do it right now. Next year? No. I mean, I'll definitely do it next year. I'm saying I'd, I'd do it tomorrow if I could. Jamie would be pretty pissed if I skipped out did on you, our anniversary did plans. Did you go 900 miles an hour or whatever on your bike? I did go 900 miles an hour on the way down, yes. You know, it's, it's annoying. I have the... I have a, a smartwatch which has all the you know all the fitness stuff, and I cannot figure out for the life of me how to transfer it off of my watch. Like it doesn't, it's supposed to sync up to my phone, and it's not working anymore. And so I have all this data. Is this, is this watch like twelve years old? No, it's four years old, maybe three or yeah. four. We got it as uh, like holiday gifts from our company. Few like three or four years ago, it may have been four years now. This December, um, most people got a, Apple a Watches. Cord you can okay. plug into your. It does not. Computer. It does not. It's only, only over the cloud. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll figure it out. But anyway, it it, I, I was, anxiously looking forward to, picking up that sort of data. I'm actually showing it to you right now. Hmm. Fancy. Um, they gave you guys Apple watches or whatever piece of crap that is. And you, yeah, it's huh. a nice gift. And I only started using it because of the time that I came out to visit you guys and hang out with my friends for a few days. And that cunt took my bag. I had my other watch in there that I was using. Apologies and I now... to our entire audience for Scott's language. Uh, that's what she is. She stole my luggage. She can go fuck herself. I hope she dies. I hope she's dead. Anyway. Um, Jesus. I, uh, yeah, I hope she met Jesus. Although, because of what she did, <laughs> she probably didn't. She probably went the other, other direction. I, I, you still think this lady intentionally stole your shit? Why would she want your stuff? I don't think she intentionally stole it, but I what I know is that when she realized it wasn't her, she either threw it in the trash can or didn't make any effort to try to find its original. Yeah, that is kind of shitty. So fuck her. And I know we talked about this before. Yes, many times. Anyway. You didn't, you didn't take her stuff just to get even, right? No, but now I wish I had. No, you could have fucking know burned it. I would have shat on it and burned it. Fucking fat <laughs> bitch. How? Anyway, how rewarding would that be to shit on someone else's luggage? Oh like, my god! Is that something you would enjoy doing? I don't know. This. Man, yes, yes, it would be. That'd be yeah, fucking incredible good for you. Shitting in luggage. Weird fetish. So my average speed. You can't even really see that. That's because I can't it went see that at all. My average speed on the down. I, I, I went. I did. I did two, two events. I guess I did the uphill. And then I did the downhill. My average average speed was twenty six and a half miles an hour. And I on peaked the at, on the downhill. Oh, sorry, idiot. And I peaked at fifty five miles an hour. Whoa. Which is fucking. You really awesome. were going that fast. We talked about how fast yes, you'd be going. I know, and I know you didn't believe me. And I said, "I'll have it on my watch." And there you go. Average pace: two minute and fifteen second miles. Average heart rate: that's you running though, right? No, that's me cycling. I know. I'm joking. I know. Um, you know what I didn't look at was what my average heart rate was going up. That's what the people want to hear. 180. 
So it took me an hour and 51 minutes, average speed 7.1 miles, as opposed to 26 or whatever I just said. So basically a quarter as fast. Uh, let's see, average heart rate was 152 BPM. That's not that bad. I got a strong heart. Killing it. Almost two hours, hour and 51 going up. 14 miles. Anyway. It was fun. I'll do it again next year. Looking forward to it. I also had to piss on the side of the road because uh, the place that I park is like a little park, like a like a park ranger area. And normally I just pee there because there's never anyone there. But there was a park ranger in his truck just sitting there. I was like, shit, I guess I can't piss here. So I made it a few miles up the road and then uh, there was a little guardrail and I hopped over and peed. What other details that, do you want to know about the bike ride? That's fascinating. <laughs> I'm sorry, you didn't just pee your pants. No. I'm not like in the Olympics. This was... <laughs> you didn't have any like space diapers or anything? No. <laughs> what, uh, no. What's the attire yeah. for your, your epic climb? So bike shorts with the big cock and balls chamois. pad that you see people... Yeah, the chamois. <laughs> Um, and then because it's this time of year and it, it was pretty chill, it was probably in the high forties when I started, I wore a, just a long sleeve, like technical fabric shirt. Was it a thing I gave you? Have you ever worn that? Um, uh, what, was it a thing you gave me? It may have been, but I don't think so. I think it was, it was a, it was a Reebok product believe it or not so it probably wasn't something, something you, gave. you gave you um yeah just a long sleeve like running it's a it's a running Short. shirt but it's it's very bright it's like a bright yellow so i it's like added safety oh i think i've cars. seen you wear that one before yeah you probably have you probably have um and then i have like a an ultra running vest that i wear that has two water pouches and i have some Mechanical stuff in case of, I pop a pop a tire or something, and I had some food as well in case I got low. Mechanical which Mechanical stuff like I have like pump. a like tools for the bike, a mini pump. Gotcha. You don't have wrench. like a bag for that. What do you mean a bag on the bike? Yeah, they have like a little under under saddle under the seat. You could put it. I do have one of those pouches, but I I, I wear the vest anyway for the water because it holds the the water. So I just go ahead and throw those things in there. It's just easier. Um, yeah. So how often are we riding the bike these days? Seasonally, I'll ride on the weekends. We're in that season now. So Saturday and Sunday, I'll go out and ride. Obviously not getting anywhere near. Todd forgot where his mute button was for a second there. Had to hold I the cough. I know. Obviously not anywhere near the mileage I used to do when I was biking 22 miles a day to and from work, round trip. But uh, trying to supplement where I can. I also noticed recently, but specifically today, I actually stepped on the scale. I'm getting fat. So um, I'm probably going to continue doing those sorts of things. Additional mileage on the runs. Maybe stop going to crumble so frequently uh, to try to get back to my fighting <laughs> weight. You know. Wait, how much how much weight have you gained? I've gained like eight to ten pounds since I mean I, I haven't checked it in a long time. It was probably it was probably pre pre Isla. 
So I'm going to go ahead and blame my daughter for putting on eight to 10 pounds on her father. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but you know the so way you I ride your it? bike by yourself. Yeah, yeah, of course. You just felt your stomach rubbing against your thighs when you're cycling around. Is that, no. what, is that what it was? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that at all. No, it's when it when this summer came around, and I started wearing shorts again. I was like, some of these don't fit as well as they used to. <laughs> like I was really like pulling together to put the button, and um, and then yeah, uh, I, I put I had on to buy new clothes. After the pandemic. After the pandemic, Recently. I believe that. Um, but then my uh, we have I have a new boss at work, and his first day was two weeks ago, I guess. And he and was he, he was in the your office. Shorts, and you're like, well, I no, he did not. Size. No, 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 no. And so I put on like my my nice dress pants, which I haven't worn in several months. And same thing, I was like, fuck, these things are tight. Like they were tight to begin my with; they fit really don't well. Fit in these but now I'm like, shit. So I might go this weekend and get a new pair too. A little muffin top action at the work. Men's warehouse. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like, I mean, you know, you know this. It's never been an issue for like never something I've ever even thought about. Now I'm like, fuck, I guess I got to think about it. The curse of the Hoffman gut. It's coming through. Our grandfather had it. Mostly on our father's side, but I guess both of our grandfathers. Our father has it. Our maternal grandfather was. Our maternal grandfather trend. was in better shape. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if he was in uh, better shape. I just think he was thinner. Yeah. No, he definitely was. Our our paternal definitely was more. It stood out. Yeah, there. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you can be thin and not be in good shape. I guess I don't know that he wasn't in good Correct. shape. I'm just saying, like. You're right. He never he never came across as a fitness buff to me. <laughs> just, <laughs> Our grandpa, Jack LaLanne. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely not that. But, uh, but yeah, so that's something I got to... And again, I think the crumble is, is a big factor as well. <laughs> like we've gotten, we've gone now three oh. weeks in a row. It's just, it's a problem. Oh, man. Did you go this week? Oh. Yes. So, oh, you did? What what were I the did. flavors? The flavas? Uh, I got a four pack. I got the classic pink sugar just for I myself. Mean, you're gonna have like a twenty-four pack soon, based on the stories you're telling me about eating Word up. all the time. I got the pink sugar. Uh, we got pumpkin cheesecake, which is very good. We had that last night. That was very tasty. Um, there was like a raspberry butter cake, I want to say, and then there was a um, peanut butter cookie crumble thing. We have not had that one yet. That'll be tonight after the show. Assuming Jamie's still awake. So. Wait, you have to have her to eat it? No, I just mean, no, I don't. I mean, that's a good point. I can still have it. If she's asleep, I'll just have half of my Maybe you should skip it. Based on our conversation. (laughs) No, because I got a Monday. Like, I want to, you know, I don't, I don't like, I don't like when they last more than three or four days, which. Sure. They typically don't, but. Um, There's something else I was going to ask you that we were. Just talking about mm. the biking. Mm. No. Uh, oh, I know. So, no, in since we're doing food chat, I sent yeah. you uh, a link you did. to the. Uh, I saw it. The voodoo doo doo mountain dew whatever. I don't think it's called voodoo doo doo. 
It's a mystery flavor. You haven't tried it yet. Nope. I have. Oh, my, my, now hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on before you give your review. Apparently they've been doing this for at least more than a year. This is not the first time they've done this. I I didn't know the fourth one. Yeah. I didn't know that either. So you didn't know the year. This is the first time you've discovered it. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I mean, I'm always, if I see something that it's like Mountain Dew zero new flavor, I'm like, you'll try it. Uh, me too. Just for, just for reference, we, uh, we went out to dinner this evening and, uh, my younger daughter and I ate at Mod Pizza. My wife and my older daughter ate at this barbecue place. So we went there and sat. Um, gotcha. And uh, they had uh, Diet Dew Fountain. Wow. Always a, always a plus. But I made my own Code Red with... Uh, Chef's kiss. From my own Code Red with, uh, with some Fanta? Hawaiian punch. With some HP. <laughs> Respect. So it was Hawaiian Punch and Diet Dew. I had so it wasn't really Diet Dew, but I understand. Well, it was. I mean, I just put a little splash in there for a little flavor and color. Yeah, sure you did. <laughs> I mean, it's like twenty eighty. I feel like no, no, no it's like ninety five five. All right, fair enough. If that, it anyway. might be less than that. I had right. three or four of those in the twenty ounce. Hang on, what? Glass. What is your go-to at Mod Pizza? Because that's one of our favorite places locally to hit up as well. Uh, I do. Do you do one of the standard ones? Dylan James, yeah. Okay. Which is basically a margarita, but I supplement with uh, mushrooms and black olives. Yeah, because you can throw on like any topping you want. You can put anything you want onto it. Yeah. Yeah, I like Mod Pizza. It's a good spot. It's just the right size. I feel like it's yeah, always and the like the crust is actually really good. It's it's the crust like crispy, is really good. but it's got a good chew to it. Yeah, for a ten inch pie, it's a it's a solid spot. We're fans for sure. What do you, what is your thing? Some sort of pepperoni it's and the, sausage or something? I think it's called the Bronx Bomber. Yeah, it's it's like a three meat thing, and then we, I put <laughs> green peppers Bronx, on it as well. The Bronx Bomber just sounds like you taking a massive shit after you eat it. I, <laughs> at some point in the not too distant future after eating it yes that's what happens um you bronx bomber plus a crumble it's just toilet destruction <laughs> no that's the thing i wouldn't eat crumble after eating a bronx bomber that would be impressive oh no 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 no. i'm sorry it's not the bronx bomber that's a different pizza place it's called the mad dog uh, mozzarella my pepperoni wife that one. pepperoni sausage ground beef and red sauce yeah Meat but lovers that, delight. Do you put a little bacon on there lovers. to go with it? I do not. I just <laughs> put green. I add, cardiac. <laughs> I add green peppers. But the thing about it is, oh god, how do you how do you like green peppers? How are we related? That is like the one do pepper like I don't like is bell peppers. Ugh. Yeah. Olives are fucking disgusting. Olives are awesome. As are mushrooms. I mean, the, the piece you just described. You might as well just fucking shit on it. <laughs> After eating a four pack of crumble and then throw it out the window, mushrooms and olives. I'm not the one eating the mad dog and doing a Bronx bomber. The mad dog, followed closely by the Bronx bomber. But no, I was gonna say it's it's just the right size, just the right amount, and it's it's still at least locally here, it's still reasonably priced. Like they could charge yeah, a lot they, more, like and I'd still go something? there. Yeah, it's like ten bucks. It's a good deal for a filling meal. Anyway, so you had that. This they had episode the deep... sponsored by Mod Pizza. Tonight's podcast sponsored by Mod Pizza, specifically the Mad Dog. Not to be confused with the Bronx Bomber. Um, so you were saying. 
Uh, I was talking about the Mountain Dew Voodoo. Yes, Diet Dew Voodoo. You tried it. So they have a... Yeah, I've had it twice. Um, I've read reviews because they haven't announced what the secret flavor is. Right. And I, I don't I don't know if you want me to taint it for you or give you what I think it tastes like or Go ahead. So I won't taint it, I promise. <laughs> you don't mean never mind, I was gonna say something disgusting. Um they uh the things I've Stop read talking online, about shitting on food or drinks. <laughs> just go ahead. Say it sounds like sour or tastes like sour patch kids. I didn't really get that. To me it tastes like sort of a strawberry grapefruit kind of flavor or like a strawberry lemonade. It's definitely tangier than a lemonade. You don't think that could be the sour patch flavor? The, the it could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might, might be, I'm just saying like it has a little bit of a berry flavor, but it, it's definitely got a sour like lemonade or, but it tastes, yeah. it tastes kind of like, uh, like, um, Fresca to me with like some berry mixed mm. in. I like Fresca. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pro Fresca. Interesting. Okay. And you can find this only in 20 ounces, I, I think I read. Maybe cans uh, as well. Probably. I, I've i gotten it at Target a few times. Oh, you've had it a few times? Okay. How long has this I, been out? I don't, I've had it twice oh. in the past three weeks or whatever. I don't know. By the way, there was, in that article that you sent me, there was a, a like a 15-second little ad. Did you see that? Uh-uh. Like for for the, the beverage, it was very bizarre. If you didn't see it, there's no point in talking about it. But go back <laughs> and check it out when you get a chance. Um, but anyway, it, it, it implied that this has just started, I guess is my, my point of bringing that up. What do you mean? So when you said I've had it twice. Like oh, it, oh. Because it's, it's very seasonal, of course. It's, yeah, yeah. it's for Halloween. Voodoo. It's a Halloween-themed. You know? Now, here's something interesting. Is to it? me, and possibly me only, Probably. all of these like mystery flavor things—they're always, or they—they are typically always the liquid is ex- like is—it's perfectly clear. Well, this I assume one that's is just like to a, not give it away. A milky-looking white color, not milky, but a cloudy white color. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how Fresca kind of looks—it looks like that. Yes, which is I maybe do. why I thought it. Well, and I was, I'm, like I'm done now, but I was drinking Squirt Zero earlier. That has a very cloudy Yeah, it has a squirt look to it. to it. Okay. I mean, squirt. the squirt bottle is tinted, so it looks more green than it is, because the beverage itself is more of like a white, I would say. Yeah, I have a two liter, so I poured into a clear glass. And it looked milky, let me tell you. <laughs> it's like a milky Cloudy, soda. I meant cloudy, it didn't look cloudy, milky. Yes, of course. I just meant a milky, like not clear. Yeah, I not not the not the viscosity or opacity. Yeah, hopefully milk. it didn't taste like milk. Jesus, <laughs> it tastes like sour milk. That's the sour patch kids flavor. Sour milk. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. That's the voodoo flavor. Sour milk. <laughs> You've been stabbed in the gut, motherfucker. <laughs> Next year, I have Newt. Work with us. Um, okay, so. You would or you would not recommend this to? No, I'd recommend it. Listeners, I think it's good. Okay, yeah, it's better than some of the. It's it's definitely better than the major melons and whatever that other one was. (laughs) I don't know, man. I you like that major melon? I was surprised that I did, 
As I mentioned to you, I got a 12-pack of cans because that's the only way I could get it. I was sick of looking at it. I walked by it every time I went to the grocery store. I was like, I'm fucking getting it. It was on sale. <laughs> I went for it. And um, they clear it out because nobody was drinking it. Prob- probably. And I, uh, my first can or two, I was like, eh, I'm not so sure, but it just grew on me. It grew on me really quickly. And by the end, I was like, I think I'd get this again. And if it's on sale, I will. Twelve uh, People that buy 12-packs, I don't understand. They're... Like by ounce by the ounce, they're incredibly expensive. When you break it down, like especially oh. nowadays with the price, of everything going yeah, up. Yeah, because like, what what's a twelve pack? Is it like four dollars, six dollars? I have no idea how much. Six, it's like five ninety nine, maybe even six ninety nine. Yeah, and it's not that the quantity is not there for the no <laughs> ounces. <laughs> no, if I can get a two liter for you know a buck twenty five, a buck fifty, whatever, that's that's a much better deal. Can you get a two liter for a buck fifty? Around here, they're all you have to buy them on sale. I always wait for the sales. Like right now, there's a at my local Safeway. There's a buy two get three free. (laughs) I'm like, all right, you trying to get rid of some stock here? So you basically buying (laughs) Safeway. What the fuck, man? Buy two. The our local grocery store has a thing where it's like, um, the list price or whatever is two nineteen. It's like. You can get four for five dollars or something, but you have to buy four. Yeah. And if you mix it up at all, Minimum. it fucks it up in the computer. So like, you can't oh, get really? like three That's diet cokes and one diet sprite or something or a sprite. That's super frustrating. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But it there's no like rhyme or reason to when it doesn't work. I think it's something to do with the coding of the, the of course beverage in UPC shit. Yeah, but ours the, has never never had that issue. You can mix and match all you want. And I do every time. Yeah, I generally prefer to to, uh, mix and match. If I see, you know, buy two, get three, and I can get like two Diet Dews and three Diet Dr. Pepper or something, I might do that. Wow. Living on the edge. (laughs) Or vice versa. I like the Dews better, so. I know you like the Dew. Oh, I, I almost took a photo of this. I, our, yeah. I missed our recycling pickup today, so I had to take it to the dump and dump it in the recycling there. And uh, there was a, <clears throat> it's one of those big like, multi-yard dumpsters with a, oh you know, yeah, like a construction dumpster looking thing, and it has, has the little doors on the side. Bef- yes. there it was pretty much empty, like it was a new one, but there were like, twenty-five. <laughs> Mountain Dew two liter bottles in there. I was like, oh man, this person's like a bigger fan of Mountain Dew than I am. Wait, DMD? Fucking... No, it wasn't diet. Oh, it was regular. Just straight up. No, it's but just teenagers. Like, yeah, it's like, but they were, I don't feel like teenagers usually drink two liters. Maybe they do. I have no yeah, idea. That's true. They're more into the cans. You're right. There were, there were a lot of two liters in there, like almost nothing else. I was like, man, somebody's having a video game rage fest or something. Somebody's pissing every 30 minutes, let me tell you. <laughs> God, Mountain Dew more than any other soda or Diet Mountain Dew or Mountain Dew Zero, whatever, just runs runs right through me. <laughs> no stop it go, no collect two hundred dollars, just get in and get the fuck out. It's unbelievable. I can't of all the two liters that I'll keep in my fridge, I can have any of the the dark colas, even the, the Squirt dark Zero colas. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you put a DMD in there. I cannot drink it after eight o'clock, or I am going to get up in the middle of the night, which I. Typically half and half do anyway, but I'm guaranteed yeah, to get I'm up. Yeah, kind of half and half on that. Yeah, just depends. I've been going to sleep pretty late recently, so 
I don't have to get up because Stella always gets me up at 6 a.m. So, But more than six hours of sleep, my body can't handle it. So I'm having those dreams really? where I'm ho hovering over a toilet. And I'm like, hmm, should I, should I pee? I feel like I'm asleep right now. <laughs> I probably shouldn't do this. Yeah, Stella nudged me. What are you doing? Oh, shit. Huh? <laughs> I said... Were you asking if I only if that's how much I sleep? Yes, you only sleep six hours a night, or less typically. I don't like go to bed until after midnight, and then still wakes up at six a.m. for her breakfast. And this is a preferred amount of sleep for you? No, I'd rather get more. That's why I, I used to nap on the weekends, but that's harder <clears throat> to come by with a child. So that's annoying. But yeah, what are you gonna do? Try to nap tomorrow after the hike. Come back, clean up, and just pass out. That'll be the best way to celebrate the anniversary. Just sleep. <laughs> See if we get the kid to take a three-hour nap or something. Not likely, but anything is possible. Anything is possible. By the way, just to circle back on something real quick. It was Todd. Todd Congelier is the FYP guy um Congeliere. and in 2012 they did like a reunion thing kind of sorta um but as of 2015 it said that he had stopped again stopped performing as fyp but i think he still performs as toys that kill and a couple other things so that's just another version of fyp basically <laughs> it is Oh, I didn't even see this. You mentioned Propagandi. I'm looking at the history of FYP, and it says in 96 there was a Propagandi-FYP split. That hmm. I don't remember. Is it like a split 7-inch? Yeah, it looks like it. There were <laughs> three FYP songs and one Propagandi song. Letter of Resignation, a song that I'm familiar with, but... Yeah, released in 95. I'm looking at the, the cover. It's not, it does not look familiar to me. So that's interesting. Very, uh, very yeah, Look it up on dis Discogs. Yeah, look it up on Discogs. That's right. Um, and by the way, their, their music venue slash bar in San Pedro, California is called Sardine. Oh, yeah. So if you, if you live that's, in SoCal. That's on recess. Uh, of course it is. Letter. Uh, thank heaven for little boys and letter of resignation. You can buy a copy pressed on red vinyl for a hundred dollars. Whoa! So that's a rare one. I guess so. Um, you can get a standard black vinyl for ten dollars. By the way, we were talking earlier about bands that were released on Recess Records. Uh, they would include bands such as Screeching Weasel, who you may have heard of, Propagandi, who you mentioned, one of my favorite band names of all time, John Cougar Concentration Camp, um, I Spy, game. I Spy is on there, The Dwarves, who I've never been a fan of, but they had a six-minute per period there where they were quite popular, and Ben Weasel did some of his... Uh, Wait, who had a six-minute period of being the popular? The Dwarves. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Well, didn't they have an album cover with like topless women on it or something? They did. I think that might be why they were popular. Probably helped. I don't know their music that well, so. The Dwarves. On Wikipedia, cover art is an entire section. Many of their album covers were intentionally confrontational, often featuring dwarf actor Bobby Faust with an assortment of naked women, sometimes with sacrilegious themes such as reenacting the crucifixion. Faust posed sodomizing a rabbit covered in blood for their 1990 album Blood, Guts, and Pussy, followed up a decade later with a similar theme, this time covered in soap suds for the album called Come Clean. And that is one that I do remember. Probably because it came out when I was at the radio station. Yeah, I remember that cover for sure. March 7th, 2000. They were an epitaph at that point in time. But anyway. Just wanted to give that uh, that update from an earlier conversation. So, all right. Um, I think that's all I got. I think we have a pod here. 80 minutos. This is going to be 194, I believe. So we need to be thinking about the bicentennial. I know we've talked about it. We talked about it several months ago, but uh, it's going to come up on us before we know it. So if we want to do something spectacular, we need to figure that out. It's probably a conversation I should have off the air, but here we are. So, yeah, keep that in mind. Get your creative juices flowing. Maybe we can do a top 200 albums from the 90s. That can be our 200th show. It's a lot of albums. It is a lot of albums. Also, yeah. No, 200 each. Let's not, let's fucking, (laughs) no chintz in here. Top 200 albums from the 90s each. See what kind of overlap we'll have. Um, (laughs) Oh my God. uh, What was I going to say? Oh. We won't be doing that. No. So in two days, we'll be in October, October of 2022. Which, at some point in October, I need to go to my other computer to research this. It will mark the five-year anniversary since we recorded our very first show. What will I do know that? Just getting to the month of October. October of 2017, yeah. at some point, is when we recorded our first show. I don't know that it's ever been released. I don't think that it has. Definitely should not be. But, um... If you think this is bad, oh boy. <laughs> In sound quality and content, the show five years ago would have been, or almost five years ago now at this point, would have been uh, quite terrible. So, but that's pretty cool. That's quite a milestone, hitting five years for a podcast. So, uh, Spotify, we're ready for our $100 million check. That's right. Give us the Joe Rogan deal. Or if not that, just the Bill Simmons just deal. Give us give us a quarter of either of those deals. Or if not or that, the uh, J.J. Reddick deal. Tenth. Or the Wait, Pat McAfee the deal. Reddick, what's the J.J. Reddick deal? He he just recently got signed by ESPN. He's going to do analysis. I don't know what the uh, dollar figure is, but uh, he, does he also a has podcast, a podcast. He's got a podcast do. on The Ringer. Yeah, I think he still does. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm check not, it out. But anyway. Clearly not an avid listener. So. No. Of The Ringer? Or just of the J.J. Reddick No, J.J. Reddick. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. I'm not either. I, 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 I had an it. avid listener of the, of the Ringer. The I Ringer podcast. The Bill Simmons podcast today was talking about the uh, legacy of LeBron. Interesting. And where he will go from here. I'll get there eventually. I'm about two months behind on my podcast, so need some time to catch up. Um, what was I going to say? 
I can't remember. Oh, I, I, I used to listen to J, J.J. Reddick had his own podcast outside of the Bill Simmons Network that was part of my feed. I used to listen to that. I used to listen to that occasionally when he had interesting guests on. But the problem is he was an active athlete at the time. So like for eight months, he'd have nothing because he was <laughs> it was during the season. Yeah. And then during the off season, he'd have all the podcasts. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. But uh, anyway. Uh, okay. So we thank you for listening here on September 29th, 2022 to the BroPod. Uh, check us out on BroPodNetwork.com. Check us out on the socials, slide into our DMs, the underscore bro underscore pod. Um, rate, review, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Tunes, Google Play. We got a Facebook page. We got all sorts of pages and things. You can thumbs up and say shit, do whatever you want, tell a friend, spread the word. That's all we ask you to do. It's very simple. Be classy, people. That's what we expect of our listening audience. And we know that you are. So, as always, we thank you for listening. And until next week, everybody. Peace.